It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, it's a Saturday. It is the 11th day of March for 2023. It's been another busy, crazy week. And despite the RBA's rate rise earlier this week, there will be, of course, people, including today, getting out across the weekend looking to buy some property. And yes, I did say buy property and buy property with a mortgage. Life goes on. People cut back. They adapt and just sort of have a way of making the numbers work when it comes to buying property. But we would be kidding ourselves to think that everybody is in that position. Not all people can do that. Anthony Landau is back uh, with Mortgage Talk this morning. And Anthony, as I say, it has been a crazy week, but life goes on. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, talk in the media. There's a lot of noise out there. But as you say, people, families, individuals with mortgages are looking for houses are adapting. And um, they've again adapted to the interest rate rise this week. I guess a little bit of encouraging language coming out of the governor of the RBA was he was sort of pointing towards maybe there will be some respite on the horizon but I think that word adapt pretty apt at the moment if you want in terms of people's footwork and how they're adjusting to these rate changes and opportunities in the market. Yeah, and we'll be having a look at property investing in just a moment with Anthony, so don't go away. It's your weekend real estate breakfast, a serial-sized podcast about what's happening in your local backyard every Saturday morning on The Real Estate Podcast. And starting soon, don't forget about this, it's the opportunity to jump onto The Real Estate Podcast with me. Tell me what is on your mind as far as real estate is concerned. The segment is called Breakfast at Your Place. Don't forget this email address like I did. It is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. And we will connect you. You don't even have to leave your bowl of cereal. Now, if you're celebrating your birthday today, happy birthday to you for March the 11th. I'm not sure if you want to be celebrating your birthday with Rupert Murdoch or not, but that's the way it is on this Saturday morning. He is turning 92 years old. He's actually caught up in a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems against Fox News. That will probably be settled out of court, but it's going to hit him in the pocket either way. He can afford it, though, because you know he doesn't have rate rises and mortgage considerations to worry about like the common person back in in Australia. Those days are long behind him. It's the main centre forecast. All right, let's have a look at your weather on this Saturday morning. And in Sydney, good news, sunshine, blue skies and 30 degrees. In Melbourne, partly cloudy with sunshine, 24. In Brisbane, expecting rain today, 27 is your forecast high. And in Perth, fine conditions and your temperature expecting 30. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. 
Evans. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, property investing is often considered to be a blend of art and science where experience is invaluable. In fact, you can't underscore just how invaluable experience is. However, for those embarking on their investment journey, it can be daunting to navigate through the vast amount of data and information available. Fortunately, though, Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance, can shed some light on the subject. He can help guide you this morning through the good sources of data research and help you make the most of this information. What an introduction on a Saturday morning for you, Anthony. Yeah, there's a lot in that, but um, there's a lot of people looking to start their investment journey. So I think it's a really relevant and topical subject right now with so much information out there that people can access. But accessing the right information and the right data and interpreting that is, is crucial to starting your investment journey. Yeah, so let's uh, have a look at that. So one of the problems people have in the real estate market is the amount of noise coming from left and right. And at times, I mean, this noise becomes like a droning effect that can wear people down over a period of time. And, And people need, though, to look at what is valuable information. So what are the core metrics investors should be focusing on? Yeah, that's a great place to start. And and for a for a new investor, whether you're a first time or building your portfolio, it's about getting some discipline around some of those metrics. We talked in the past about mindset and how it is a different mindset and the research associated with investment is different. So some of the core areas we take our clients with the research is understanding the fundamentals of supply and demand. Now, I say that quite broadly, but a lot of the detail we find in the metrics comes back to supply and demand. And a couple of the key metrics, if you're looking at investing around that, would be understanding the history of the capital growth in a market. Has it been consistent? Has it over time outlived the ups and downs? Understand rental yield over time. Understand your vacancy rates, which essentially, again, is around supply and demand. There's a couple of other key metrics that I'd suggest people should look at. Past sales history, that'll give you some guideline to capital growth and future growth potential. Understand the days on the market, how long it takes to sell a typical property in a suburb. That'll help identify locations that might be strengthening or might be opportunities to buy in. Understand your ratio of owner-occupiers to investors. Owner-occupiers often build a great foundation for an area. And again, if there's a proportion of renters in that area where there's some scarcity, that also might help the rental yields. And one that often isn't discussed that we look at as well is understanding wages growth, understanding the strength of the economy, the infrastructure, the employment there. Is there a good income stream? Is there strong average wages growth? Are the tenants going to be able to pay the rent essentially as it grows over time? There's a lot of data out there on these. And if you focus on those four or five things, it's going to build a good picture of an area. As you mentioned, there is a a lot of good information to take on board and to register in your buyer's brain. Sometimes that is not as easy as it sounds. Now, how can a first-time investor use this research to their advantage? 
Yeah, so firstly, you want to know where to look. There's a lot of good information that you can access now uh, at no cost through the websites. There's real estate websites, there's investor websites. There's also paid data you can get through places like RP Data and CoreLogic, and they might provide information on the history of a region's capital growth. They might provide information on the history of a region's uh, rental yields or days on market. So it's going to give you some really good indications around the type of market market you want to buy in. In terms of using that to your advantage, there's always an element of subjectivity and objectivity around this. There is an element of art around getting into the market at the right time, but where the science comes in is to build that foundation of the areas that over time provide good investment opportunities. For example, if you're hunting around for a bargain and you go, that property might be cheap at the moment, but you haven't done your research on long-term capital growth or rental yields over time, you might be grabbing a bargain in an area that actually is not a good long-term investment. The way that art and science can gel together to use that data to your advantage is build your data and then look for those areas where they might be at the bottom of their pricing or the pricing might be increasing, where you're going to capture that growth in a market that has those core fundamentals we discussed before. So like anything in life, that's the theory, of course, what people should be doing. Unfortunately, we don't all do that and can run off on tangents, shall we say. But to bring that back into sharp focus, what's the research pointing to right now for investors? Yeah, that's great. So let's look at applying a little bit of that. So if we look at where the market's been in Australia over the last 12 to 18 months, we've had a situation where demand has fully outstripped supply and prices have risen and we had record uh, low interest rates. But if we look at where we are now, we've got a situation where stock is is getting slower to market. Properties are, uh, days on market of properties is a lot longer. So we're more and more into a buyer's market. We've also got some data showing that the market has been dropping since August 2022. So the market's come off. It's tempered off that uh, real buying frenzy. So for investors, if you're looking at an opportunity to purchase, we're looking at a market that's slowing. We're looking at very, very low vacancy rates. So we've got high, high rental incomes and cash flows. And we've also got a situation where there might be opportunities in the market that's falling to capture that difference between the lower end of the market pricing and then pick up the growth on the way back through. So if we start applying some of those fundamentals about the sales history, the capital growth, the rental yields to what's happening now, we've got low vacancy rates, falling prices, days on market is expanding. So some of that frenzy is out of the market. So we could be coming into a nice patch for investors over the next six to 12 months. Yeah, that's interesting. And in 2023, is that being reflected in credit flows and activity? Well, now I'm going to contradict myself, uh, Craig, because so far, investors have still been spooked. They've been sitting on the sidelines in 2022, even in the early parts of 23. But I do believe we're going to see a bit of a shift. Credit flows the last 12 months through to January 23 for investors was down 29% uh, on the year before, which is massive. But that that's reflective of the market across not only investors, but owner-occupiers. Off topic a little bit, but first home buyer credit flows are down 35% as an example. I think what we are seeing is we're seeing investors are spooked, but they're just waiting to see until these rates settle down. Indications are that's happening. 
And I think we're coming into a good market for investors in 2023, coming off a base of being a little bit spooked, concerned a bit about rates, waiting for all that to settle down. But they are now seeing that the market has dropped, vacancy rates remain low, and opportunities are coming up in the areas with those good, core, strong, long-term fundamentals. All right, so plenty of great information on your Saturday morning coming there through from Anthony. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, Anthony, a great Saturday, and look forward to chatting next time. Thanks, Craig. Look forward to getting out in that sunshine, mate. It's It's a lovely day over here. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 